Welcome to the Four Corners Podcast with Lenny Marcus. Joining me today, as always, is my co-host, Neil, security guard, Potter. You gotta put some gravy on that. Four topics, 15 minutes each. We're just killing time. Kill it with us. Our Gmail, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram is the number 4C podcast. Subscribe on iTunes. Listen to us on the Laugh Button Network, thelaughbutton.com. Today's guest, I am so excited, is originally from Ireland, now in New York City. He's an outstanding musical talent that, quite frankly, Neil, we're lucky to have on our Rinky Dink podcast. I'm a big <laughs> fan. Can you tell? He has a single out entitled Is It Ever Now, which is amazing, and an upcoming project called The Tree, which is sure to be a hit. He has worked with the likes of Christina Aguilera, Alicia Keys, Swizz Beats, and the legendary Gnome Dwarman. And yes, ladies, he's as dreamy as he's about to sound. It's Colin <laughs> Smith! <Woo! laughs> Yeah, man, I'm I'm really I'm really taken with myself. <laughs> <laughs> we do. Let me so tell you, Lenny is in love. Oh, well, you know what? I, I you know I love you, but you know, like I think you're super talented. But then I go do the deep dive yeah, on yeah. my guest, and like, oh my god, I have so many questions. So, He's well, let's moving. start. He wants to move to Ireland tomorrow. He's like, what? What's there? Well, you, I went through this Ireland thing. You'll see. It, I did a deep dive. I went down music rabbit hole. It's good. You'll, wow. We'll get to it. I have so much to cover. Yeah. Neil, let me cover I'm it. I'm right. going to shut up. All right. Let's, so first one, let's just go simple. How's your pandemic? I mean, you go from this killer musician with a killer music career, and now you're hanging with Dave Just Gow on his Comedy Cellar podcast. <laughs> are you on the brink of insanity? <laughs> there are certain moments that I'm convinced I am during that, during that podcast specifically. <laughs> I'm like convinced I was worried about it. And then I feel the relief of, no, no, I am fully crazy because I'm here. <laughs> uh, and this is absolute insanity. And come on in, the water's fine. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, the pandemic has been what it's been. Listen, it's been all colors of the rainbow I've, I've found. You know, initially when when it came down, I had this weird relief that everybody was now coming to my level. Like, do you remember? Like, remember when it was like so serious initially? There was no one yes. on the streets in New York, and and it was you know going to the supermarket. You were really nervous, even with your mask mm -hmm. on. You were wearing gloves and all of that kind of thing. Well, like the amount of time that we were spending inside, and now people weren't so bothered by Colin just you know out of the blue facetiming them because that's what. <laughs> we were doing to like stay together and i'm like oh my god you're coming to my you're coming to my level because like before <laughs> i found i lived quite a solitary life to begin with yeah and so it it the abnormality you know people adjusting it made me feel normal and then when people started slipping out of it i started to go oh they're slipping they're getting normal again <laughs> like like when the fam when when i you know when the family quiz started to fall apart you know after the 10th sunday right i was like oh no people are leaving don't leave yeah it's it's been but, uh, it's been real you, yeah, it's been real. But like I got used, you know, I got a lot out of it, like writing wise. I just kind of 
I didn't put any pressure on myself to write in a certain way. And I just kind of, you know, spat out tunes of like how I was feeling at the time. And, 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 and that was good. Is it, ever, some, is it ever now were, from the pandemic? It is. Yes. Oh, wow. It is. Yeah. Um, it's like, I wrote that in, in June or July of last year. Yeah. With a friend of mine. Sweet. Let me just go back yeah. and get a little background for our listeners. You know, like, so you're from Ireland. How long have you been here now? I've been in the States 21 years. Oh, wow. 21 years. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so I, this is, uh, this is how, correct me if I'm wrong, you went from there as a kid, then mm -hmm. got into bands, went through Italy, mm. and then eventually somebody saw you there, and that's how you got here. That's the route. And that is the route. That is yeah. the route. Um, yeah. Listen to this, Neil. Okay, so... He's he gets he gets a band going in Ireland, right? Yeah. They go to Italy. Now, did you ever think in your life that's the first place, that's where you go? Definitely, no. definitely not. Definitely not. Even the Beatles no, no. went. Yeah, no one's going. Hamburg, going, Germany. You're going to Italy. Right. Never heard Italy had any pasta. music scene. Yeah, <laughs> pasta. I'm going to look at churches. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> Why Italy? Yeah. Like they have a music scene that was hot. Well, no, it, you know, as with a lot of things that are destiny and fate in my life, it 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 chose me rather than me like searching out and discovering it. You know, like I'm not the I'm not the guy who walks up to the girl in the bar. I'm I'm the guy that acquiesces to the girl's advance in the bar, mm, <laughs> like after the gig kind of thing. Yeah, and much is it that way in in most things. Uh, it's not a thing I'm proud of, by the way. It's it, it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't connote much decisiveness. Yeah. But anyway, we're working that in therapy. Um. So yeah, but we were playing in a band with my cousins and a, and a neighbor and um there were two italian quote-unquote producers who were looking for talent you know like the italians are always looking for like stuff musically outside of their country to kind of like give it more validation like into their projects you know because everything to Italians they're quite insecure when it comes to that it's mm -hmm. like everything is cooler outside of them so if they <laughs> you know that's why they're always like trying to adopt a bit of English into their songs and it, it sounds absurd but like <laughs> you know, anyway so yeah so they brought us they brought us over basically to do a pop project it, it, it didn't pan out in the long term but it got us kind of situated there paid us paid us pretty decent weekly stipend and got us working in the studio kind of 24 7 for about six weeks um and like 12 14 hour days just in the studio so we were cutting our teeth in a kind of like an intense way and then we were you know we were young so we were making friends and we were hanging out at night and then those that kind of stretched to hey if you want to make a bit more money you can start doing gigs and you're right it's not like this tremendous music scene but what there is there is is like a tremendous kind of club scene where like it's very social in italy like that's what i kind of love about it like people have you're always in gangs of friends of about 10 20 there's always six cars going to dinner like you know full <laughs> of people and and so we um so yeah you wouldn't be playing the most esteemed musical environments but you were playing we were you know by the time we decided to stay there we were playing six nights a week in clubs all over like oh, the wow. general veneto region which is like the northeast and maybe down to reggio emilia and stuff like that and 
it was invaluable to us, like literally invaluable because we were for like a, like three years, we were just playing all the time and writing and recording all the time. Was this Mr. North? And this was Mr. North. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then by then, um, an Amer a young American manager came over, saw us and said, you should really try the States. And, you know, I'll, I'll set up some like showcases and see what happens. And we had, you know, we had a similar vibe then when we went to the States, made a couple trips and it was like, yeah, you're going to need to stay here for like, let's do the 90 day, you know, kind mm -hmm. of visa waiver thing. And so we came over here, found the Irish neighborhood in like Sunnyside, played all the Irish bars and, and then did like showcases in Mer Mercury Lounge in Ireland grocery and brownies at the time and stuff and kind of got signed from there and and then i'll stop talking it's amazing <laughs> no it was great i mean but mr north this is so this is like this is yeah. cousins and a neighbor from mm. ireland and you guys are yeah. in new york and getting signed and wait yeah I, am i nuts or did you guys open up for the who van halen yeah. cheryl crow yeah holy shit yeah, we yeah and the first the first album was produced by Jerry Harrison of the Talking Heads, and oh my lord, what yeah, happened? What happened? Well, it was it Did it goes south. Mr. North went south. <laughs> <laughs> you you sound you sound like an excellent music journalist. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> it's not front page, but it's like you know, <laughs> well, page, page eleven somewhere. There. That's who I am. Um, uh, so. Um, what happened? Well, it was, I think, a couple of factors, but okay, primarily at the time that was like, as like digital platforms were starting to come in, the, that's when the first big shrink of the uh... music industry started to happen. And so, you know, so loads of mergers were happening. And so we were assigned to, um, we were assigned to RCA. Mm -hmm. And at that time, when they weren't quite, when we delivered the record, and you know, in fairness, they they weren't quite sure what to do with it. And like we'd had lots of meetings with like A and R and like, you, you know, the the promotional departments in RCA, and we were talking, but we kind of got the feel that they were all about the Strokes at the time, and we were nowhere near as cool as the Strokes, and like just in any way. Like, but wait a second, I saw some Mr. North shit. You guys were yeah. as cool as the Strokes. They might not have had the one guy with the big, you know, hair and what was his name, Fabrizio, whatever the guy's name yeah, is, yeah, with, yeah, with yeah. the hair and the tight pants as the lead guy, but bang, that stupid song, dang, 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 yeah, dang, yeah. whatever. You guys were just as good. I watched like 10 videos. What? You guys were a serious rock and roll band. What the hell? Yeah. Yeah, but that's well, we the were, business, right? But I think, you know, by the t in the way that when we came here, we were doing everything to kind of like dot I's, cross T's, tick boxes in terms of like, this is the way you play songs when you want to get signed. Oh, we need mm. to play. We need to play a little bit more like this because radio has gone this way. And oh, like, boy. you know, and so we were never if ever you're like that, you're constantly on the back foot and you're not really bringing the milk you know your milkshake isn't bringing the boys to the yard <laughs> you know it, it right. it's you know uh, and it wasn't until so yeah so the so at the time then bmg bought or like merged with rca and we lost our president who was our huge the president of rca was our big cheerleader wow. because his son was a massive fan and like a budding kind of music, you know, uh, exec himself. 
Yeah. And he brought us in, and our A&R man was big into us, and, you know, and we had Jerry Harrison produce the record, and it it's not my favorite record because of the reasons I was talking to you about my, you know, just like the, the you know, trying to fit in kind of makes you, when you've tried to tick too many boxes, I, I, I don't think you tick very many, right. you know, yeah. uh, authentically. Um, so, yeah, so when we lost, when we lost our president and then there was a culling of the bands because the two companies merged and they weren't, they wanted to cut like a third of the roster uh, mm. or a third or a half of the roster. So we, we went with that. Um, but we were able to walk with the record because we had a pay or play clause in right. our contract at the time, which was kind of cool. So we, we could release it then with like an indie afterwards and we released it with some shite indie. Um, <laughs> could just, it was whatever waste of time. But what got, that, that's when we started to step into our own. When we stopped like pleasing and just started to do everything on our own terms like the record after that is my favorite one but it's dark as fuck it's ambitious as fuck it has like a 50 piece orchestra on the whole thing oh my god like, yeah and it's like 10 minute songs and like you know but that's who we were that's who we actually were we were always like we were never some like fit in the box kind of thing we were always trying to be outsized and dramatic and and stuff and we could kind of carry it off so, so that, what happened to them? Me got good, you know. Uh, the, well, I got three minutes left in this segment. So what yeah. happened to Mister? Why did why did the, the the lads go back to Dublin? I mean, what happened? No, like uh, y- you know, uh, we were we end, it, it was ten years being here, ten mm. eleven years being here. A lot of that wasn't an easy life to hold that together. Right. Um, uh, it took many different things to kind of just you know stay in New York in a certain way, and right. and and our personalities. Uh, personalities was a big factor. Um, right. I'll just leave that broad. Okay. No, no, that's where I want. You can leave it broad. Yeah. I don't need to deep dive on this show. Um, because uh, you could... Are big... yeah, sorry. sorry, sorry. I just want to no, get ahead. Yeah, so personalities are a big factor. And then I started to do my own music and like my own solo stuff. And then I started to also take on like a broader, like uh, perspective with, with respect to like how I was being a professional musician ah. and and it made me happier than just being like you know in the commune doing everything one for all all for one you know just <laughs> exactly i hear yeah. that um let me ask you some real quick questions okay yeah. give us something the who van halen cheryl crow i mean you got a story yeah. for us you got to have at least one my favorite, what the my who favorite, come on um, actually my favorite story is with van halen um uh, because i ended up being um <laughs> so we our first gig with them was opening up for them in Lubbock, Texas, like mm-hmm. in some big like sports arena, uh-huh. like probably, probably like ten or twelve thousand or something. Like I don't know what team plays in Lubbock, but they had a nice ass arena. <laughs> um, so we're sitting and waiting to do our sound check, and we're in our like in one of the locker rooms, and the door just bursts open, and fucking Eddie Van Halen just does a ta, and we go, oh my god, oh my god, and he goes, and he comes in, and he goes. Um, he goes, which one? Uh, all right, which one's the singer? And they all point to me. And he goes, <laughs> he seems okay. And then he goes, and then he goes, he's, he's probably he's probably a cooler hang than than our fucking asshole that we got. And the other guy that's half a fan. 
like, what? So I just got immediately into like, ask, I was like, I'm sorry, I love Van Halen and all, but just tell me about Be- Beat It. I want to know about Beat It. So he told me the whole like Beat It story mm-hmm. with Quincy Jones calling him and him not believing it was Quincy Jones and hanging <laughs> up on him the first five times. Yep. Uh, and then he told me of like how they had to like, you know, put the two desks together because it was two takes and it was fucking crazy. It was like, it, you know, it, it was, technology wasn't that far along in in terms of like splicing and putting things together when it you know when it involved like multi-tracking and stuff so that was crazy but yeah so then i was his buddy for a while and we split like american spirits during his brother's like a uh, fucking drum solo in, huh. in albuquerque right behind the, the drum set oh wow <laughs> wow that's a cool story that's a great yeah. oh man um yeah. let you also open for joe cocker no, not Joe Cocker. Oh, okay. It's Why don't I have that in the notes somewhere? Joe Cocker know. came up. No. Okay. No. Um, <laughs> all right. This is my deep dive. I've seen now Christina Aguilera. Let's just talk about that real quick. How mm-hmm. did that even come about? And um, you still doing it? And no. So no, I'm not still doing it. She cleaned house. She kind of changed the band about two years ago. Um, Pretty I cool. Was with her for five years. And it came about actually through playing in the underground. Um, really? Yeah, there's a, one of um, one of Rob Lewis who is music, who is um, because so many like when the underground was you know cooking when it was cooking, everybody came through who was like a pro, you know, that was their place to come hang, you know? No, I didn't know. I mean, I just know that one day they were like, we're doing comedy there. Lenny wasn't allowed in there. (laughs) I I never walked in the underground for 20 years. That's a bad place for Lenny. And they're like, we're doing comedy down there. And I'm like, really? What happens to the band? And nobody would answer me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was over. It was just like that. Well, over. you know, the the when the place was cooking, the place was cooking. Yeah. it was best when Noam was running everything. When right. he was running the band, in, in a place made money, you know. Right. And when he didn't, <laughs> he, he passed it. I got the fucking the what do you call it the the poison chalice of ah. running things then and like things were just going to take a nosedive and they really did mm. um uh, but yeah it used to make money and it used to be the place that everybody would come to and just to hang out because that's where they could just see you know all their contemporaries kind of have fun and whatever so um, Rob Lewis is Christina's musical director and he was regular there and he kind of loved seeing me sing and stuff and when um, when that song Say Something became a hit and she had to like perform it on her own dates, obviously Great Big World wouldn't be joining her on everything right. or, or most of these, particularly like corporate dates and stuff um, she needed a guy in her band that could sing it with her and so uh, Rob stopped the record company from looking for anybody. He goes, Don't worry, I got the guy, I've got the guy. So he just calls me and he and he hit me up. And it was actually a kind of a weird thing to say yes to initially because my now ex-girlfriend um uh, had been on the voice and Christina famously and publicly treated her like shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, so that worked out she well. was an absolute she was an absolute bitch. <laughs> but oh anyway um she um, so I had to ask my ex at the time, I was like, Hey, I've got this great opportunity to go do, do this thing, you know, should I take it? And she goes, I don't know, Colin, do you think you should take it? Oh, shit. oh man. I'd be like, yeah, yeah, I do think I should take it. Suck it up. 
<laughs> well, I guess it was some sort of version of that answer yeah. that he eventually gave. All right, my last question on this corner, then we have to move on. Is and I yeah. have so much more I didn't get to. I'm so pissed, right? I That's mean, because I'm too yappy. I'm it's sorry. okay. <laughs> I'll have you. Yeah. We'll have you back, and I'll cross out what I didn't. And believe me, I yeah. could do this for hours. Just the first corner. <laughs> um, so. Um, I looked at your stuff. You got you use words like your journey. You're a deep guy, intuitive feelings. You write songs. How do you hang with cynical, no heart, freezing cold, dead inside comedians? <laughs> and you sit amongst us, and you're beloved. What's the kinship? Are we yeah. all just loners? And you you feel our that we we go on the same path in some way? Or what is the, what's what's the deal? What's with you and comedy? <laughs> well, I I mean. I guess there's at the core of all of that are kind of fizzy intellects. And that's just this. So there's a giddiness and in terms of like an energetic level that I think we can all relate to. You know what I mean? There's like there's a giddy intellect that likes to have fun in wit and kind of interchange and stuff like that. Yeah. But also we could focus on how narcissistic and, you know, <laughs> uh, on, on an ego loop most comedians are. Okay. But. We could also notice that, you know, and I think probably, probably in terms of magnetism, this is probably where we meet, is that there's, you know, most comedians are also deep thinkers and, and quite vulnerable and have stuff to m move through. And that's always kind of at the forefront of, you know, or close to it in what I'm talking about, you know, or what I, you know, and so... There's probably, in terms of a Venn diagram, I think that's the overlap. There, uh, you know? Interesting. Are we all, are comics all front men? Or as I see, like a lot of them are actual drummers, you know, Todd Barry. Yeah, for sure. So, so like the drummers, he seems to get attention and the front man, but none of us are rhythm guitarists, you know, we're just standing in the corner. <laughs> and very, very few of you are keyboardists. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Let's move on. Okay. Awesome. All right. The second corner I want to do is mu music itself. I have a ton of music questions for you yeah. now. I'm going to give you my small musical knowledge, but what I feel about music is, and Neil can chime in here. I know Neil, Neil's a big Springsteen guy, but when I first time I ever heard see Ray Vaughan, I was in college and now it's like, what the fuck is this? That one made my hand. And then Steely Dan was the other one. But mm. when I heard the sounds, I was like, like awaken almost like, what is this? Like, there's a thing I've never heard, you know, like, what is this sound? Like, it just makes the hairs on the back of your head. Is this how you feel about music or when you write something that you like, or was there a sound for you that, that said, I got to do this? Well, um, it was immediate with me. I, um, I like, I'm in this period at the moment of kind of, of kind of discovering that the wisest self I've ever been was kind of pre- far far pre-analytical so like i if ever i have a decision i try to think what five-year-old me feels about it and <laughs> and i think that's like so when it comes to music i love looking back at my reactions to music at like three or four or five because they were fully formed and like passionate already and and enough to talk about you know describe like um, I was I had very visual and very visceral reactions to music. So let's say, like even like Donna Summers, MacArthur Park. Mm -hmm. I remember I'd be like being three or four, and I'd hear that 
first of all, I came from a very musical household. My parents met singing. Right. My brother and sister were just, you know, in an age where this was like the late 70s. So <clears throat> my, you know, that that was the full time distraction for, for kids. It was that being outside or putting on records at home. You That's know, we it. didn't have, you know, blah, blah, blah. So um it was quite full and quite colorful and i could piggyback all out of of all that well, you know music when you when you're when you're starting out do you hear u2 and go that's it no so i wasn't until my teens that i got into u2 but i just get back like so even like macarthur park when i heard that thing i was like on i for me it was like a cartoon i could see it all in my head and even though it's it, now that i look at the lyrics they're kind of ridiculously absurd but yeah someone left a cake out in the rain right yeah, I know. But that's not what I heard. I okay. heard a woman I heard a woman singing this very taut, tense, emotional melody and I was worried for her. I was like, Is she alone? Is it raining now? Does she have an umbrella? Is she scared because she's on her own? I wouldn't like to be on my own. And she certainly sounds like it because and it took too long to make it and I never hoped it meant to be again. I'm like somebody help her. Uh. <laughs> Yeah. And so, you know, so I was connected to it and my imagination was firing and like, you know, yes, my 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 brother had like a lot of yes on at home and there was this song called Wondrous Stories mm -hmm. of an album called uh, Going for the One and now I thought I was sitting on a wizard's back flying through the forest <laughs> like I was just fully I just had this fully, you know, like fucking virtual reality experience with with music and so you know, as I grew older um it 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 never waned in intensity, never waned in intensity, wow. but it changed. It, it changed in terms of, you know, what film was showing. Right, know? right. I get it. I get it. So, okay. Let me talk about this. I'm going to bang out these questions because I have tons yeah. of them. Is it ever okay. now this single? It's so cool. Mm -hmm. There's sounds. Thank it's you. really good. What, what genre, is, genre is it? It's not pop. What, what do they call that? What um, would you call it's, it? I would call it James Bond finger banging music. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me go to my. I, I've got to go to iTunes and see if that. Can I you would pull go, that up. I would go to a record up? store, but there aren't any left. <laughs> I, I would get, immediately guys, go to a record store and ask for that. You have James Bond <laughs> finger bang, yeah, banging yeah, music. Yeah. I'm like, I'm sorry, get out. No, he'd probably be like, "That's back over there." Left. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Back in the day, everything had a little yeah, yeah, section, yeah. right? And then there was always yeah. that second that corner that said like world. Music, oh, like, ugh. Yeah, you're like, who's looking at this? Nope. You know what it was? I was, trying to, I was trying to get it into his neat, into his niche, uh, as genre as <laughs> possible, so that I could, so that I could chart high. You know, oh, that's true. Well, I'm like, how many records are at this week in the fucking James Bond finger bang? And I've got to be top five. It does sound a little James Bond, that for sure, absolutely. Yeah. Um, okay. And what was the last song you that on Just Gals podcast that I did with you? What was the name of that one too? That was also amazing. Um, oh, oh, I don't ah, know. Damn it. All right, let's move on. Move okay. on. All right. I'm convinced. Tell me, am I crazy? Yeah. I'm con yeah, okay. I'm convinced if I sat down, I can write a pop song. Is that crazy? <laughs> am I delusional? Well, I want I can't write. I'm gonna tell you right now. Let me let me let me finish my thing. Yeah. The song Is It Ever Now? I listened to that. Yeah. No, yeah. you're not calling it pop, but that I'm not that's not I can't write that. I I right. I watched what you do on that. I cannot 
Not even close. Yeah. Never, not okay. a note, but a pop song. And let me, I don't want to pick on my girlfriend, Dua Lipa, okay. but like new rules. I got new rules. Right. I got them. One, you don't pick up yeah. the phone. You never call in and drunk yeah. and alone. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. can write this. Can I? Yes. Yeah, I, I think you can. I think now here's what I'm going to say. I'm I'm not going to leave you in the room by yourself to write this. Song. No, I'm going <laughs> to need help. I'm going to need your yeah. help. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to send you in with somebody. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to need a piano player. That would help. Yeah. <laughs> you're just going to, you, you, basically, you're going to need a guy in there who knows the, the other guys. Right, you know? right, right, right. Somebody yeah, knows yeah. when you doing. walk in the room, you want you want like somebody saying "Hey" to like it's just say it's Dave. You want like a few "Hey, Dave's." And, this is Lenny. This is Lenny, and then it's fine. <laughs> okay, you know? okay. But some music, it's so. I mean, I I have a I have a whole thing. All right, here's my pop song. Right, first of all, I'm going with horns. Right, I need a horn section in this pop song. So we're talking, we're talking late seventies pop song. Any, I, no, I can go across the board. I can go across the board. Live in okay. La Vida Loca, right? I open with some big horns, Miami Sound Machine, something like that. Joe Jackson, okay. you can't. Right, I can okay. do this. I'm bringing it back every Jeez. year. Every couple of years is a huge. Horn section. All the people that can play that music died like 30 years ago. Oh, come on. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> All right, that's first. That's what I need. And then I just need a hook. I just need, like, you know, I got new rules. I got, I just need a hook, right? Oof. Yeah. yeah. Right? I just, <laughs> you say of, that like it's a small thing. I know. Both I know. of us don't believe in you. You don't believe. I, <laughs> yeah. Wait a second. I had an idea one time for a, um, a Broadway song, mm -hmm. right? I have the title. I'm not going to reveal it on the show. Yeah. It's now, genius. Broadway, I think you got a chance at. Why? Why do you think that's easy? Why do you think it's that's just easier? more up your alley. Like, you got that. You got that. <laughs> <laughs> He's basically called me gay, I'm pretty sure, just then. <laughs> but I think, all right. I, I asked Rick Crone, would he help me? Yeah, write it right you got and he it. liked yeah. it he yeah. liked my yeah. hook i'll give it to you okay. after the show colin i'll tell you about that i'll right. leave the fans listening but what do you think horn section or i know it's i'm making it sound stupid easy but that's fine it's fine keep going but no no stabby horn section here's where else. i here's where it goes you know the key change when it goes up like does it go up half an octave or a third i don't know what it is i'm not a musician right <laughs> but like moon dance i can sing Right, I can sing Moon yeah. Dance. What? And when he goes up half the octave halfway through the song, right? Yes, yeah. I'm yeah. fucked. I'm out. I'm exhausted. Like Jesus Christ. Like why? Wow. What happens? Why? Why do they got to do that? Because I don't know. I'm starting too high. Because you don't go for enough walks. I'm gonna start. <laughs> no, you have to learn how to sing, right? Is that true? That's my next. I, either, I mean, I, I mean, uh, you gotta learn how to sing. I mean, if you comes from the diaphragm, right? I mean the breathing. I, the breathing. I didn't learn. I didn't learn any technicalities until really? the last couple of years when I absolutely had to. When my voice kind of crashed, <laughs> um, um, but I went through you know, like twenty five years of just doing it. Is you know? it stamina? Well, you you come from singers. I come from. I, I would like to. I would like <laughs> for you to tell your audience uh, very emphatically that Colin has incredible stamina, <laughs> and I want. <laughs> I want. For you I girls, the girl guy, the the Irish guy murdering songs in the corner, <laughs> like just yeah. blowing the room away, who is a wallflower. Yeah, he's got incredible stamina. There you go. I'm, I'm like, I'm like, ladies, he said it, not me. <laughs> Do you have a favorite key to sing in? 
Oh, that's a good question. I think there's different vibes. Like E flat, I like singing in in general for for. So, like what's rock, a favorite song for, for E flat? What's a great song that you go? Oh, I love well, singing this. Um, so like rock bands in so so a guitar is tuned like the bottom string is tuned to E. So loads of like rock riffs mm-hmm. are in like in E. Like all your biggest biggest like a whole lot of love in E. Mm. Blah blah blah. But. But and thing that the bands used to do in the seventies was they used to tune their guitars down a half step to E flat, so they'd be playing similar riffs. But it, E flat has a different, like some kind of like, you know, people who buy a lot of crystals and stuff like that would say that <laughs> you know, that E flat is attuned to a certain frequency in the universe. And I don't know about all that, but <laughs> it does have its own vibe. So like Tin Lizzy and stuff, yeah. like have a bunch of songs in, in E flat and they're like a favorite mm-hmm. band of mine. And um, like superstition is E flat, um, ah. Stevie Wonder and stuff, you know? So do you have a yeah. po- favorite pop song of all time? I'm not one for favorites. I'm not very good. So there's that. no favorite band of all time that you love if i okay if i say you could play with one band musician of all time all time who are you singing with i'm not counting lenny of course i'm oh, not a musician <laughs> i'm not a musician well you i don't i'm terrible at questions like that i, really oh, am. Come I just on. get i swear to god i get blinded by the lights i can't i just get I just, uh, yeah you don't I want mean, to bend the house do i want to like <laughs> well you could say sinatra yeah, but then he's well, like, it could that be something would be weird. great. Yeah. I'd like, you know, I don't know, Marvin Gaye or, you know. There you go. Um, That's a good one. These That's days, Stevie would be great, you know, in terms of like, I'd like to sing with Michael Stipe. I'd like to sing with Bono. I'd like to sing with, I don't know if I want to sing with Tom York, but I'd like to play with the band, maybe, of the, like Radiohead the, or the something real like question, that. The real question yeah. is, do you want to sing uh, one of Lenny's songs with those people. <laughs> <laughs> when it's a big hit, he will. When it's a big I hit, wanna, he will. I want to I finally get an appointment with one of those guys and go, listen, I've got <laughs> I've got some big guy, big stuff from a guy called Lenny. So that should get you excited. Uh, Wait, well, can you sit down and just write up like a hit song? No, obviously no. he would have done it. Why would you hold no, that mean, back? But, Wait, but, I got this whole hit not, ready it, to go. It's not it in stupidest people, question. But ever. No, it's not in people to do. They you try, you can't do it. But can it's, you? No, do he it? writes. You well, that's a good question. Like, if you really wanted to write like a cheesy pop song, could you? And would you know? Do you ever? Or would you do that to make some money? Well, you know what it is. It's that. Uh, so after years of writing for whatever reason, sometimes writing with, you know, with an ambition, you know, like a motive to mm-hmm. see it succeed commercially somehow, somehow just, you know, sometimes just satisfying my own kind of artistic pursuits and how, uh, and sometimes just writing because it's good to keep warm that way. Uh, after years of that, uh, my, I am anything but dismissive of the, of the, the hit pop song, like, right. and what it takes to write, like those, those Dua Lipa songs. Like yeah, the I'm, I'm clearly kidding. I mean, but yeah. I mean, it is pretty amazing, right? It's amazing what they could do. So, you know, like as I work and write stuff now, you know, and people ask me to join in on like pop writing, I, I, it's the kind of it's the genre that intimidates me the most. Oh yeah, I mean, if they ask me to sit down and write like roast battle, I can't do that. I'm not that mean. I can't. It's not in me. You know what I mean? Right. Like I can't yeah. talk about your dead mother. You know what I mean? Like what are you talking? Yeah. I'm not writing that. But yeah, right. 
Um, all right, my last. You know what there should be? There should be there should be a roast battle between people really reluctant to do. <laughs> <laughs> Neil, you're so cool. Don't yeah. say it. Yeah. <laughs> all right, last question in this uh, section. Yeah. Do you watch music and go, "Oh my God, that stinks." You know, like comedians can look at another comic and go, oh, my God, or that's easy or that's hacky or his voice is stink. Can you go? No, nope, I'm not. Yes, I can't watch I this. Do. I, I do. You can. Yes. It's different level. Yeah. Uh, different, well, I, you know, I, I, I don't need things to be any kind of way but authentic. Right. Like you don't need to be clever. You don't need to be that gifted. I don't care if it's a vibe and I believe it. Right. I'm into it, you know? Yeah. Maybe it's not my style, in which case, fine, but I'm not going to be dismissive of that. I'm just, you know, I'll, I'll just turn because I'm not that involved in it. But when I roll my fucking eyes or when I just want to get out is if, <laughs> if it's just not authentic or coming from a good place. Like when, when people put themselves in front of the music mm -hmm. like and i mean musically i don't mind you putting your huge ego and your huge kind of like if it if it if that if that manifests as charisma then fucking go for it let's have loads of that piss all over the stage piss all over me that's great <laughs> uh, what like uh, but if it's like here's how i can sing loads and loads and loads of notes i'm i will have a stroke from how hard my eyes roll so probably like, not a tom jones impersonator at your birthday probably not a good idea no i'm sure he could, he could be great he could be great kidding me you never I'm know like, come on yeah, 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 I just want to hear a Delilah. You know? <laughs> All right, cool. Let's move on. Yeah. Boom. Next one. We're going to do cooking for our third corner today. And at random, yes. we don't even know if you cook. So, and I know Neil doesn't cook, but here's my thing during the pandemic, I did attempt some cooking. And, um, my big thing, I started off with shrimp. I'm like, it's, I'm going to cook shrimp. The pandemic is still going. Yeah, it's so still just, going. But just, I mean, it, at some point, yeah. I'm not going to cook anymore. I can't take it, right? But I mean, every day. But why would you not cook? Why would you not keep cooking? What? Yeah, because you I don't have cooking. the time. I got to go back to work at night. I don't know if you guys know this. I work at night. Yeah, but you still could take some time to do I cooking. I will do it a couple of times, but I'm not going to do it like every single night because I'm afraid the delivery man has like a COVID <laughs> bag, you know, like, so like I, I started with shrimp. I'm like Bubba Gump now. A pan fried, broiled, baked <laughs> shrimp, shrimp tacos, sweet and sour shrimp, teriyaki shrimp. I mean, I've done all the shrimp, garlic shrimp, lemon shrimp. I mean, I'm a professional. I broiled it. But you still it. you still haven't made the big step. What? Which is just shrimp flying? No, <laughs> flying. Well, speaking Order of being in. an artist, like you flying solo and just yeah. and just making up Make your, own your own shit. Oh well, no, no, yeah, no. I I told you I'm I'm a rhythm guitarist here. I'm gonna I'm not gonna fuck up these guys. If you go online and look. There's what three billion videos of yeah, guys who can do it better lot. than me. Yeah, yeah I'm not going to read. I can't write the pop song of shrimp at this point. All right, I just wanted you like it's your, been done. Your palate to be so supreme that you could just have confidence to create your own stuff. Uh, Colin, COVID shrimp. What do you mean? <laughs> COVID shrimp. <laughs> That's actually would be. Weird. I had COVID. I sneezed on the shrimp. Everybody got COVID. That's I mean, an original. <laughs> Is it? You know? Do you cook, Colin? I do cook. Yeah. Um, um, what was your pandemic specialty? Well. It, so for most of the pandemic, I was cooking, uh, actually most of the time at home, I cooked uh, vegan, but like I got an instant pot at the start of 
the pandemic and I was using that bitch with a couple of <laughs> with a couple of vegan instant instant pot recipe books okay and my most favorite there was a couple of great dishes that i got out of it like super tasty very cool oh my god how gorgeous listen to the sound of that truck yeah it's just perfect up. it's so great so, beautiful. so great just right out my window. get out of his fucking way <laughs> never stop fucking up bro. Live your truth. is that is that is that e flat i mean what is that <laughs> that is that is a, that's the sound of a truck backing up all the way to the hamptons um, <laughs> <laughs> so, what you call it? Yeah. So, but my favorite out of that whole thing, which took me five hours to assemble at any at any time I attempted it, was this um, vegan lasagna, where I made the sauce from scratch. The oh sauce shit! Was crazy wow. good. The <laughs> sauce was ridiculous, and I made like a vegan ricotta that you made with like nutritional yeast and all that Damn. shit. Damn! Oh wow! And it was. Bonkers, bonkers. And instead of like, you know, whatever, meat and stuff, there was just different yeah. vegetables. But, and it was made mostly in, like it was made in the Instant Pot and then I would just stick it in the oven to to brown the cheese on top. But it was, any, and if I gave it to anybody to be like, get out of here. And I'm like, that's what I said. <laughs> Do you still get... Do, what do you in general? Let me just uh, I'll go off the rails for for one second. You've been here yeah. 21 years. Obviously, yeah. that was a pretty good New York accent for most of the people's <laughs> incredulity of New York. But yeah. um, how do you? What do you think of Americans now? Just looking at us in general, have you seen the Trump years and the comics and New Yorkers and like? Is it was it? Uh, shocking when you came here with it was a culture shock and now that you you're immersed in it do you an americanism what i mean we're split as a country i mean we're a mess so do you look at us like what a fucking lovely mess i'm in and or is or it's like we're a bunch of idiots is and i can't ireland wait to get just, out of here is ireland just as bad yeah well, it, it, so the the biggest difference between all the countries is is a style difference. There are things that, that where America stands out. However, give, given that kind of baseline, you know, there's a thing where Americans stand out even more. I think as a world, and particularly now, like the world is just one place. It's just like we're just a big gang of slaves to a fucking phone, and that's it. <laughs> like the, that's what the whole world is. There's my hook for the life. pop song, by the way. Uh, gang of yeah. slaves. Lenny, gang of slaves. Lenny wrote that down. Gang he did, he of slaves <laughs> yeah. to a phone. Yeah. Call me on the yeah. phone. I'm a slave. <laughs> Boom. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm doing this. I, I, I could at least yeah. do rap. It'd take me two seconds. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> So that's but the you know there's big the big difference is is that I don't there isn't a country in the world that ha, that's this big in terms of population and has two shit choices every four years like it's just <laughs> that is true it's just ridiculous it's just ridiculous <laughs> you know um, so there's that and the other thing is the other thing that stands out in terms of like. You know, if, God forbid, if America was a corpse and, and we had to go and like, you know, uh, what's the, you know, when someone Revive dies, it. You to go to, yeah. no, you have to go to, you have to identify the, the body, identify the body. <laughs> like what would the, you know, is it, does he have any identifying features? <laughs> yeah. Well, 
Um, he's fucking <laughs> the thing I just mentioned. Oh yeah, and he's got way more guns than any anybody should have. On, <laughs> you know, that's just it. Like, you know. all right. So well, let me just make a I quick think, wait. Quick point. Yeah. I don't know if I can write a pop song, but I'm. 99% sure as a professional comedian, you just wrote a bit. Yeah, you got If you had identified <laughs> yeah, the body was, and America was, was the body, bit. that's a good yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, I'd say bit. open with that. Yep. Anyway, keep going. <laughs> no, no, that's... Um, All right, I'm going to bring it back yeah. to food. <laughs> yeah, go for it. <laughs> um, last night, Neil, I send, I make these but dinners wait, 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 and wait. I send pictures of, to Neil of these dinners just to tell him you should have come for dinner today, Neil. But wait, we already uh, have a hole in your cooking. Why? I have... because. Colin just told you he did an instant pot. No, but he prepared a meal for five hours. Yeah, I mean he's oh, really yeah. cooking. You're looking at yeah, that's already he's, he's already he's, outdone you, and he doesn't sorry, even he's, consider he doesn't cooking. have a little two year old running around all day. That's an excuse. That's an excuse, dude. I made I, I, another thing. I did see. Was I I made a fucking this. I had a first date after a first date with a girl during the summer. Mm -hmm. I, I wanted to like super impress her and just show up because she was moving at the time. And I was like, hey, I know that you're really busy. Let me bring you over like something to eat. You oh, probably don't have shit. time to, oh, wow. to even go. So I made a salad that took me six hours. Oh, wow. wow. Oh, fuck. That's love right this there. This guy's a tantric is, cooker. This girl, I want to see this girl. Because <laughs> he's tantric cooker. <laughs> tantric cooker. Dude, he's I made the sting of cooking. Yeah. <laughs> I made can, if I If action. I have a date, can, can you help me out? Out. Like, can I get one of your meals just to close the deal? He's married. <laughs> Absolutely. I'll, All I'll right. So, serenade too. What happened? <laughs> what happened? Um, um, I made the salad. They were very happy. And then I, I was, I said, I'm simply here to deliver your salad. I must be off now. And you left. You know. <laughs> Do no. nourish yourselves and finish your <laughs> tasks, and I shall return whenever you need. Me. You got to wait. Be how does a salad take six hours? Well, because of the different little elements that I had in there, mm. I made the crouton. Holy I made, shit! Oh, fuck, they make I made um, beet carpaccio. Oh my I god! Jesus. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, I was making all these different elements that were in there. And right. You're not allowed carpaccio. to talk to my wife ever. Yeah, Her, you're like a singing, <laughs> making cooking. That's the two things. Forget it. Her panties would be off by now. Speaking Italian. Oh my yeah. god. Oh, forget them. Yeah. Fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. All right. Well, my wife made muffins once this nice. pandemic. This, this shit. Don't, don't get it. Don't no, but not. Her. I'm going to say this really low so she can't hear me. She's working in the other room. Dude, we've, we've mastered muffins. We, the world has mastered muffins. I don't know how to tell you this. There's 900 yeah. muffin places. If there's one thing we have is banks and fucking yeah. muffins. Okay. Uh, like yeah. literally I can I walk to Yeah. We can walk to Levain. We have like all the stuff. Everything but is here. Muffins. I My like wife making muffins. Though. She spent $900 on ingredients and made muffins, which I can get a better one down the block. No. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I like that. There's a, I, I love that she's making muffins. I of like that. There's, I, I look Say at, it really loud, too, so she can hear. <laughs> I'm trying idiot. to help her out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Wait. So my question. Uh, there we go. Oh, there, <laughs> yeah, it there it is. Wait. I'm trying to. So this is because you guys are both cooks now. Yep. And I'm I'm constantly cooked for. I'm, I don't cook. Yeah. But I hit the, all the people that cook for me with my compliment all the time. 
which What's is a compliment. You got to open a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> and it works. It works every time. Every time. You guys are no. all. Am I supposed to go? No. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, it works not every time. No. You, you should open your no. own restaurant. No. That, but it works on both you guys, I can tell. No. It'll, <laughs> no. no. We're too busy. Uh, there is a guy online, though, this guy, Chef Pasquale. Go look up Chef Pasquale from Aura Sarah Cooking if you want to see. I mean, this guy is an old oh, guy. He's, he's, it out. He's, he's so fun to watch. Okay. He's so fun to watch. He's just like, hey, I think I'm a little guy. Can I chop it up? <laughs> I mean, I want to hug this guy. He's just the cutest man and teach you how to make great scallops linguine, which is my big dish of the pandemic. I mean, you, Ooh, that's nice. Yeah. You know, you know what I what I want to do is again, you know, making on the vegan tip at home. I want to try that thing where they were in in lieu of scallops, they use uh, the stems of king oyster mushrooms. Have you oh, seen that? No. Oh, shit. No. Yeah, apparently it's really. I mean, obviously, yeah. Apparently, texture wise and everything, it's like really good, and you can prepare them in the same in the same way. Do I have to go? Do I have to go swimming and get those oysters? What, <laughs> yeah. what, how do you get them? How do you get them? Where are you getting them? I, I don't know where you get king oyster mushrooms. Here, they're somewhere. I don't, <laughs> king yeah. oyster. That's a twelve-hour preparation because you gotta like <laughs> find the fucking oysters. <laughs> yeah. He's been working on his meal for three days. Oh, that's so funny. I'm going to be. Yeah, I'm going to take myself to an ashram. Just you know, meditate. <laughs> and then come out and uh, I find got, the mushroom. I got to say, when we get out of this, I'm going for steak. I've said this to Neil multiple times already. We got to go to We're going to steak one next week. good steak. You want to wait? Not yet. Yeah. No, the numbers have got to go way down for me to go into a restaurant. Okay, and last thing on this segment, favorite food to make. Like, what's your favorite food to make? Mine is this chicken dish. I make one dish. We had a rule in my house growing up, you know, one pan, and then you can clean it up. You just take the tinfoil, boom done i mean that with that's with with mash with potatoes with baked potatoes i mean i can clean it i can make it it's so easy to make that's a that's my favorite meal if it cleans up easy i mean i make scallops linguine it's great it takes me nine hours to clean it up my dad little quick story my mom would make all these great meals and of course i was the terrible eater and you know they would eat and i wouldn't eat she would get offended but my dad of course every once a month would go get pizza he come in with the box. He fold up the box. He throw it out. He goes, "See, all done, right?" <laughs> yeah. And I, and I go, and we would go just to tease my mother. We would go, "Oh, Dad, you're the best cook. The best cook." My mother would fucking lose it. She'd be like a storm out of the room. Like what? What, mom? I, I do notice that when I bring food home, if I take it out, yeah. And treat it like a real meal and put it on a plate. Yep. It goes a long way. So your dad was super <laughs> smart. Whereas if I just eat the pizza out of the box, yep. it's it's all I'm I'm a I'm just you're a garbage, a, a disgusting person. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I do yeah, like. That. What's your meal then? Pizza, bringing it home. Um, that seems you. I just haven't. You guys have had. I've had bad. I stopped cooking because I, I think in college I fell in love with that girl and I cooked her a meal and it yeah. just went off the. It went it's bad. The whole it was a disaster. So I still have a that bad experience. I can see so dishes I, still sitting there. All I can do is produce tacos, turkey like Oh, that's not bad. Tacos. That's tacos my, is that's good. my go to. Colin, go to one quick one. Uh, go to shit again. I'm terrible when it's picking one thing, but like go to you know what I I just love beans and toast. 
beans and I toast. I just like 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 a can of baked beans, like Heinz beans, yeah. and like put them on toast. Really, with Jesus. Loads of butter on it, and then I just love that. <laughs> well, like yeah, I'm wow, hoping you live alone crazy. after that, everybody. Yeah, that's like, Hello, that's one of the craziest things I've ever heard. Oh, yeah. I love it. Beans and toast. <laughs> yeah, I think. Wait, wait, that could be Lenny's second song. Beans and toast. Oh, that's more of an Irish jig from back <laughs> in the day. That's what's yeah. that? That's playing on that street, and what's the street in yeah. Dublin where the all the tours go? That that'll play there. Grafton Street. Uh, yeah, yeah the, that one. It. Yep, boom. <laughs> All right, last one. Let's go to the fourth corner. Now I put together a music quiz because we have a musician. Neil, oh, if you can shit. knock off Colin Smith in a music quiz. This is the most nervous I've ever been. All right, go into the South Proof booth. Go go, go to the back. Go to the office and close the door. No cheating okay. because this is this is going to be harder than Colin thinks. Maybe. Okay. I don't know. Maybe okay. we'll see. I don't think so. I yeah. just want to make him feel good while he's leaving. Hold on. <laughs> All right, you in the back? Yeah. All right, this is a 70s music quiz. Okay, okay. it's true, false. Okay. I may go off the rails a little bit. Could take a couple minutes because I have a couple questions based on, I mean, I went down, you don't understand, Colin, while he's in the bathroom yeah. or whatever. I went down rabbit holes because I get to, let's do this first question, true, false. Thin Lizzy, the boys yeah. are back in town. Our hard rock band formed in Dublin, Ireland in 1969. Yeah. Mm. True, False. <laughs> I don't know about the year. Nah, don't worry about the year. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, they're absolutely. They're true. Two. Okay, so this is the your one for one. So these yeah. are the 15 questions. And the reason why I bring up um, that, because, of course, I had no idea Thin Lizzy's from Dublin. So now I'm going down the rabbit hole, right? I'm looking up Colin Smith stuff. I end up in Thin, Thin Lizzy, who I always was right. interested in. The lead singer, Bill Lenat, he's he's a black dude. Yes. In Dublin, like, yeah. with a, with a way he had a way heavier Irish accent than I have. Yeah, yeah. I'm like yeah. blown away. Yeah, I mean, the, and then of course I'm watching the whole Thin Lizzy documentary. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, and now I'm like I love him even more. You know. Yeah. And he died when he's like 38. Uh, yeah, 36, yeah. I think. 36. Oh my God, yeah. just so, yeah. just so sad. I mean, the guy loved being yeah. a rock star. They said he said he's a sweet man. Uh, he's a super sweet guy and actually the, the you know he has a later song you know uh, i'm kind of drawn to like those you know smack addicts who who can write pretty you know to the core about their addictions and stuff and he's got a song called got to give it up that every time you listen to it i just go damn yeah shit i wish you could have you know yeah. i wish you could have given it up uh, oh well you would have been like 70 why didn't even that old i bet you could still Crank out boys are back in town if he was alive. It's, it's sad. He could he could probably still crank it out with the ladies too. Yeah, anyway. That's true. He was that kind of guy. All right. Yeah. Well, you're one for one. Let's go to the next one. Eric Clapton is the only artist in history who was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame on three separate occasions. That sounds right. That is Cream, Der Cream Derek and the Dominoes and Solo. Yeah. That is correct. Yeah, two for two. Yeah. The, the number three, the Ramones band name was in reference to Paul Ramone, the fake name that Paul McCartney used when checking into hotels. I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm gonna say false. Nope, that's true. Okay. Number four, the band the uh the uh, the band Blondie was named that because Debbie Harry would strut down the street and people would yell out, hey, Blondie. Uh, sure, why not? That's <laughs> true. That's yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> My Sharona was a number one hit for the Knack. Mm. Correct. True. That is true. Yeah. Number one for six weeks. Queen's fourth album, A Night at the Opera, 
Uh, it took its name from a popular Marx Brothers movie. Yeah, true. That is true. Number seven, Led Zeppelin's famous drummer, John Bonham, died after drinking the equivalent of 40 vodka shots. Yeah, that's unfortunately true. That is true. Um, eight, and number eight, ACDC comes from the... Um, Oh, the current direct current. The ACDC comes from the fact that two of the members of the band sexually go both ways. False. That is correct. You're right. I'll ACDC. Yeah. Uh, because yeah, go on. Sorry. Number nine, Three Dog Nights' uh, song "Mama Told Me Not to Come" was written by Randy Newman. Uh, that sounds like it could be a Randy Newman song. Yeah, I'm gonna say true. It is true. Yeah. Billy Gimmids, Dusty Hill, and Frank Beard are, believe it or not, Frank Beard are all members of the band ZZ Tops. Yes, correct. That is true. Number 11, the Beach Boys Surfing USA was once considered as the title track to a James Bond movie. Mm, false. False. Do you know what was um, once considered that uh, they were up for a James Bond movie song? Do you know what the uh, song was? No, I don't. It was uh, uh, Pet Sounds. Was up for what? You Only Live Twice. Oh. Is that crazy? It, oh, wow. Yeah, and it didn't make I, it in. It would have been way better than the song that's in You Only Live Twice. That's a dreadful song. Oh, I, I like all Shirley. You only live twice. <laughs> Anything so Shirley Bassey, I'll take it. I don't care but what she said. that's not Shirley Bassey. It's not? No, you only live twice isn't Shirley Bassey All right. it's somebody else. You're right. It's a lame song. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff Lynn ruled out any possibility of an ELO reunion, saying that he would rather have hot diarrhea for six months than tour with ELO for six months. False. False. That is correct. Look, you're on fire. Do you know who'd said that about their band? Oh shit. I mean it'll it'll resonate with me when you say whoever it is. It was Rick Ocasek from the Cars. Oh, okay. Uh the Eagles first formed in nineteen seventy one when all four founding members came together as a backup band to play for Linda Ronstadt. That's correct. That is correct. Look at you. Okay. Yeah. This is gonna be a good one. Number fourteen. Two left. Chaim Witz was once a member of the band Kiss. That that you mean Paul Stanley? Yes. Um you going true? Oh no, no, he's the other one. It's yeah. it's, it's, it's this Heinrich is uh, is what's his name with the big tongue. Yep. Yeah, true. Is Gene Simmons correct? Gene Simmons, yeah. Yeah. Heinrich, can you imagine? Smokey, or last one. Smokey Robinson's "Tears of a Clown" was also written by Randy Newman. No, that's false. <laughs> Do you know who wrote it? Smokey. Uh, Stevie Wonder. Oh, shit. Yeah. Nice. Oh, man, I gave Colin Smith a fun fact about music. Yes. All right, you got 13 out of 15. Let's see what Neil can do. All right, hang on, because this is going to be hilarious. He does no shit. <laughs> Neil! <laughs> we'll tell him he has a chance, but I don't know. He, You know what he does? He tries to read me and see if what I would, you know what I mean? He tries to, he knows me so well that he tries, he thinks, but it never works. All right, so Neil... This is a 70s music quiz, true, false. Okay. Okay. He got 13 out of 15. The door's open. Okay. Okay. True, false is good. Yeah. True, false. 50 50. As, as a matter of fact, sorry, he got 14 out of 15. Oh, I marked shit. one wrong. No, no, 13. I was 13. I got two wrong. You did? I, I did, yeah. Oh, I think I. All right, we'll see. 
The the fourth question uh, I, I yes the third I got wrong. yes you got one and then I don't know what the other one was I I had an later extra. on later, okay later on all right let's see here we go <laughs> if you can get fourteen just get them all right you all don't right, have a problem let's do it let's do it okay thin Lizzy oh god what boys are back in town yeah. boys are back. Yep. yep okay our hard rock band from formed in Dublin Ireland. False. That's true. Ah, <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was quick. All right, you better run the table. Oh. That's why I put it in here. He's from Ireland. I know, but I thought it was too easy. I know. It's I too... had no idea they were from Ireland either. Too easy. Oh, but it was so good. <laughs> Watch know, the documentary on them. <laughs> Fill a knot. I'm like a huge, I'm even bigger fan now. Sorry, buddy. All right. Do you know that they would, if you listen to their music, they have the guitar playing and then they, they, it was like a thing the engineer did and one guitar plays and they had two lead guitars and the guy would play just, what is it, Colin? Like just a, a half note higher? And no, that's how they got the sound? Just, just a harmony. Just a, a harmony. harmony. It'd, probably be a, it'd probably be a third above. A, a major third, third or a minor third. Mm. Yeah. And then that's how you hear it. And then it plays on top. It's exactly. Nice. I've been I didn't, to Dublin. Uh, I didn't know that. Uh, that's what you're still worried about? I gave you another great uh, fact that two guitars are playing I, harmony. I, never, I, that I, never in the history of rock myself. music. All right, one down. <laughs> now, when I spent time in Dublin, I, I recreated the U2 video. That was what oh, I did. Oh, did you? Yeah, I did. Yeah. All right, well, are you a huge U2 fan, Colin? Uh, yeah, um, definitely. I mean, I mean, the, I didn't come, I didn't really come into them until my teens, but like, then they just started to fucking rule. Like, yeah. you know, Octon Baby is incredible. Yeah. And, um, yeah, there's, I'm a big fan. For sure. Here's, what, uh, what's here's my history show, Larry Mullen. That's right. Larry Mullen once came to our I show, hung, like, I hung with them way back in the day. And and that was like our claim to fame as open micers, and they were like, then oh, we and he's the nicest. He used to come into, he used to come into the restaurant where I used to work at a home in Dublin all the time, and I used to make him the worst cappuccino. That's <laughs> <laughs> ah, hilarious. Oh, that's so good. Um, all right, number two, Neil. Let's do it. Um, yeah, that was disappointing. I'm sorry, buddy. All right, keep well, going. you know my disappointing no, YouTube song. Keep going. YouTube thing. No, I got my seat. My freshman year. We had like Mayfest and all these yeah. huge bands would come every year at my college, right? The year before I get there, you two headline. Oh, that hurt. Right? That... Two years later, they're the biggest band in the world. Yeah, that's right. Okay. I missed that. I got like Fee Wable. What was this? Fee Wable or whatever. Okay, here we go. Number two, Eric Clapton is the only artist in history who was in inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame th on three separate occasions. True. That is true. Very good. Oh, see, he's playing a little... Uh, I like that. He can do anything. <laughs> Number three, the Ramones band name was in reference to Paul Ramone, the fake name that Paul McCartney used when checking into hotels. True. That is true. Woo! I knew that one. How'd you know that one? Because rock, 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 rock and roll high school. Yeah, but what does that have to know. do it? I've seen a special on the Ramones. Oh, son of a bitch. The band Blondie was named that because Debbie Harry would walk down the street, strut down the street, and people would yell, hey, Blondie. Mm, that sounds false. No, it's true. Oh! Sorry. <laughs> now we're neck and neck. And neck. Don't screw up, Neil. I was inspired by the music, but I guess it felt you stopped playing and I lost my inspiration. My Sharona. <laughs> my Sharona was a number one hit for the knack. True. That's true. Damn. That's true. My number one for six weeks. Okay, Queen's number six. Queen's fourth album, A Night at the Opera, took its name from the popular Marx Brothers movie. Mm, false. No, that's true. Oh, they're all 
all true. <laughs> Why? Did I lose already? Of course you did. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get to let's go quickly. Led Zeppelin's famous drummer John Bonham died after drinking the equivalent of 40 vodka shots. That's got to be false. No, it's ah! true. <laughs> Any usually a number is false, Colin, because it's too easy to change. That's why the <laughs> ACDC comes from the fact that two of the members of the band sexually go both ways. False. <laughs> that is correct. Yeah. All right. That Good sounds job. absurd. That's, That's not absurd. Okay. Three Dog Nights <laughs> song, Mama Told Me Not to Come, was written by Randy Newman. Mm, true. That is true. Yeah, that sounded true. <laughs> <laughs> How did that sound true? Randy Newman, he writes everything. I love L.A. That's yeah, true. He does write everything. Yeah, he writes all kinds of stuff. Billy Gibbons, Dusty Hill, and Frank Beard are all members of the band ZZ Tops. Mm, that does sound true. That is true. <laughs> Very good. Those are Southern names. That is. Um, watch the documentary on them on Showtime. Dusty. Yeah, and Frank Beard is the only one without a beard. Yeah. Oh, Crazy. that is. I didn't know that. Yeah, I just heard Dusty, and I know my tech. I grew up in Texas, and my Dusty. There's like ten Dusties. <laughs> <laughs> the Beach Boys' "Surfing USA" was once considered as the title track to a James Bond movie. Mm, that sounds false. That is correct. Yeah, it's it another movie because I. That's how you. That's how he does the little switchies. <laughs> it, no, it was a different song. It was Pet Sounds. See, was, was easy for, switch, Colin. See how he wrote that. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> Jeff Lynn ruled out any possibility of an ELO reunion, saying that he would rather have hot diarrhea for six months than tour with ELO for six more months. I, that's true. No, even it's it's false. <laughs> I got you with like Twisty. It was Rick Ocasek of the Cars. Oh, that's right. He, they hated each other, yeah, right? He died this past year. Rest in peace. Okay, yeah. Um, the Eagles first formed in 1971 when all four founding members came together as a backup band to play for Linda Ronstadt. That's true. That is true. Yeah, yeah. I saw that special, too. That's the greatest documentary on music ever, I yeah. think. The Eagles. What a great... It's like nine hours, right? But it's amazing. What's his name was just on Jackson Brown, I think. Oh, okay. Jackson Brown. Right? He wrote for the Eagles. He did? Yeah, that's yeah. right. He wrote Take It Easy. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Did not know that. Um, Chaim Witz. Oh, I do like this question. Chaim Witz I was once like a member this. of the band Kiss. That's definitely true. That's true. <laughs> That's right. That's Gene Wait, Simmons' so real what, name. But what is Paul has an equally Jewy name? He what, does. What is it? Oh, I yeah, don't know. He does. I, oh, I, I did not know that. Oh, oh my yeah. God! I have to look that one up. I just knew that. Jewish I knew that. From uh, Long Island. Yeah. No, he's not from. He's from Haifa, Israel. What do you mean? I thought they're all from Long Island. No. Yes. Why? The, Long Island. The Kiss guys. I yeah, they're from they Long are. Island. No? Yeah, they're from yeah, Long yeah. Island. That's huh. what I thought. Which is yeah. incredible to me. When I found Gene Simmons <laughs> was Jewish, I literally passed out on the floor. <laughs> I mean, what? My father's like, no, no. Ten minutes of no. God. Okay, last one. Smokey Robinson's Tears of a Clown was also written by Randy Newman. Mm, that sounds false. That is false. Yeah. It was Stevie Wonder. Not bad, Neil. You got 15. That's not bad. Not so bad. that... that, that, that did I win? Then? No, uh, I believe Colin Smith with uh, 19 is greater. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Sorry, not 15. You got 10 out oh, of 15. Oh, okay. yeah. I got Colin got 14 out yeah, of 15 right. or 13 out of 15. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I'm sorry about it. Well, congratulations. It was a big win for you. It is a big win. It's emphatic. There there can be no confusion about my dominance intellectually here. That's right. It's been a really worthwhile phone call. (laughs) You deserved it. The way we end the show every week, Colin, is one good thing or one bad thing of the week. You could do one or the other or both. Um, Neil, you want to start this week? Go ahead. Definitely. uh, We'll talk in the Colin, of course. Yeah. And the Baylor Bears. Oh, that's right. The Baylor Bears I last went to night. Baylor University. Neil actually went to college, and, and the Baylor my team Bears won the championship. Won the NCAA college the basketball champ. championship. It was pretty amazing. It was a really big deal. You have two in a row now. Yeah. You have this, and then your parents were big Virginia fans. So technically, yeah, it was, two, it was all. It, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, two in a row. Yeah, you master college point. basketball. Congratulations. People were texting me that I haven't talked to in years. Really? Yeah, yeah. It was really. Fun. You want to do your little Bears thing? <laughs> Oh, my God. I'm going to have to pause the podcast while I vomit and hurt. Um, (laughs) All right, Mike, uh, you have one, Colin, one good, one bad thing of the week? So, like, you mean something that's happened? Yes, something something that's that's happened this week that was either good or bad or both. Um, uh, It was nice to – I had Easter dinner up at Gnome's. And oh, nice. that was really, really nice. Went up to our pal, Noam Dormans, yep. and, and had just a very bucolic family kind of, you know, feast yep. day. Very nice. I, even as the uh, as the uh, solitary goyim up there, they, they made me say grace for the, you know, for the Christian holiday. <laughs> There's plenty like, of yeah, goyim, and half the house is goyim. Don't kid yourself. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's good. We had a little um, bit of an egg hunt here. We had like all the little kids ran outside and Gina planted eggs for them from the daycare and they ran around like lunatics and then they all then they pulled all the eggs, they opened up those chocolates, so they ate the chocolate. Now there's a bunch of three year olds scattered through the park running <laughs> like it was like they were on mushrooms at Woodstock, like throwing shit up in the air, running parents chasing them all over the place. It was chaos. Chaos, I tell you. <laughs> um, my my uh, good thing of the week second shot done oh, I, right. yeah, nice. Friday second shot done I what, uh, Marina Franklin gave me a little tip Pedialyte I chugged Pedialyte like crazy I had soup like crazy before got all the water in it me worked. let this thing battle it out with the whatever and yeah apparently it did I was functioning all weekend with very uh, mild symptoms definitely felt a little weird, but by noon on uh, Sunday, yeah, you're like ready, good to go. Eighty-eight percent now. No, I'm about. To, I'm. I'm in the high nineties now. Okay, I'm ready to go. Just a percentage a day to get to hundred percent is like next Thursday. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and then the second one is uh, um, the clubs are open. Everybody, the comedy clubs are open. Yeah. Here we go. Nice. It's time to go back yeah. to work. Apparently, it's going to be a little weird. I'm going to be standing in a cage. Yeah. Uh, but. I need to get words out of my mouth correctly, which is going to take a couple of weeks because I haven't touched the microphone other than this in a year. It's going to suck. I'm going to let people know right now. (laughs) So I would table it for a little while before you come and see me do stand-up. Colin Smith, this has been amazing. Uh, Thanks so much. Thank you so much. Your website is colinsmithmusic.com, same as Twitter and Instagram, colinsmithmusic. Am I right? Mm -hmm. Yes, that is correct. Then, and um, please tell the new single I'll be putting up. Um, it's called The Tree and it comes out on the 23rd. And this one means a lot to me. I'm very excited about it. I love this song. And yeah, I, uh, I, I stand very, 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 very firmly and enthusiastically behind this. Oh, one. good. Oh, wow. I, I can't I wait to be, hear it because, yeah, I, I mean, Is It yeah. Ever Now will go to his website and listen. Just listen. Take three minutes and listen to Is It Ever Now. Amazing. 
Yeah. Amazing. I wish my songs were three minutes long. Oh, what is, is it longer than that? <laughs> Maybe a little longer. I'm always verbose. <laughs> <laughs> but it's got so much in it. It's got that, like you said, that James Bond vibe, and then it like kicks yeah. in and it's like, oh, it's great. It's great. Thank you. Colin, thanks a lot for doing this. It was a blast. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks and I got so, so many. Please come back. I got 400 more questions I didn't even ask. <laughs> Anytime. All right. I'll see you down at Cellar soon. All right, bud. Absolutely. Lovely. Thanks. All right. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks, Colin. That was amazing. All right. Bye, everybody. We'll okay. see you next week. Four Corners Podcast was created, hosted, produced, and engineered by me, Lenny Marcus, executive producers Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly for the Laugh Button Podcast.